This is Engage, a series for women in agribusiness. The series highlights leadership, career successes, and work-life balance. This podcast is brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services. I'm Kara Hart, the host for this podcast on the Red River Farm Network. The COVID-19 pandemic has impacted agriculture in many ways. And today we're talking with Nutrient Ag Solutions sales agronomist Carmen Kirkaby about her career and how the pandemic is impacting relationships in agriculture. Thanks for joining us, Carmen. How long have you been working for Nutrient? Tell us how you got involved in, in sales. It started when I was in college at NDSU. One of the guys that always came hunting with us around the Drayton, North Dakota area, I knew my uh, family a manager role, I guess you would say, at CPS at the time. And so he um, asked if I was kind of looking for an internship opportunity. And so um, I started when I was, um, yeah, the uh, summer after my freshman year of college um, and then interned in uh, West Fargo for one summer and then the Grafton, North Dakota office for two summers um, because that's where I'm originally from. Um, and then I uh, worked for Northern Resources um, Co-op and CPS as like a joint role um, for um, just over three years and then came back to the Valley in like 2015 and then have been uh, at Grand Forks Nutrient ever since. So this year has been a COVID year. Uh, the coronavirus pandemic has really uh, impacted folks uh, starting in about uh, the late February or March time frame-ish. How did this year, the COVID-19 year, impact your spring? How did it look different from your typical spring? Start out with, they. if you want to take a bunch of agricultural people and put them outside their comfort zone, tell them to work from home for about a month before busy spring season starts. And it uh, started, uh, started off on a very weird foot, I would say. With the COVID-19 hitting the area and especially like a company the size of Nutrien, um, our, we have locations all over um, the U.S. and other parts of the world. And they, some of like the southern areas were getting hit harder. Um, and then they were obviously starting their season before we were. And so the, our company as a whole was definitely trying to be on the safer side of things. So trying to work from home and um, do all of these kind of uh, last-minute meetings to get in product updates and that type of thing from different manufacturing companies and our own company, um, it was it was a very different role uh, than we are normally used to. So how long were you working from home then? Um, I would say maybe um, two to three weeks and then, which it honestly felt like forever um and then we once we started like the ground was sawing more and people were getting more eager to take seed and um that type of thing then we came back to the office and um started that whole role we basically our office um kind of shut down only our admin and our operations manager uh, were coming into the office and then all of us salespeople were trying to work remotely definitely looked different it was um it was an interesting situation because it seemed like um you would think generational you know maybe the younger guys wouldn't have cared so much and but it honestly wasn't the case you know everybody has different things going on in different um family situations whether someone has a kid that has asthma or 
you know, something that just hits a little closer to home. And so, um, for the most part, before the busy season really started, I think our growers were, you know, pretty pertinent on, uh, if we were able to email them, if we needed a signature for something, um, or, um, to try and get like, say extended term set up or, um, uh, 0% financing for something of that nature. Um, we definitely tried to do it, do more things electronically than we probably have had in the past. And then just a lot more phone calls and just trying to stay in touch with everybody that way and not necessarily so many like on the farm stops and that type of thing. Today, what would you say your ratio is getting back to normal? Yeah, I think it's getting back to kind of, I guess you would say probably that new normal. So, you know, everybody has a bottle of hand sanitizer in their vehicle or, you know, they're more apt to wear gloves when, you know, unloading chemical or, and which you probably should regardless, but even so with handling like the boxes and the paperwork and that type of thing, people are just uh, a little bit more mindful of standing a little bit farther away from each other or, you know, in the egg industry, a handshake goes a long way still. And even that, it it was it almost made it a little awkward at first because it was like, you know, we're so used to all of a sudden getting on the farm and, you know, saying thank you and, and thank you for your business. And, and then it was like, well, I don't think we're supposed to handshake, but, you know, I, I probably would at this point. But you basically verbalize that instead of actually doing it. To me, as a professional in agriculture, and I think you've so clearly stated it, that is such a signature move for agriculture. And to think of not being able to do that, it's, it is a little awkward. You think we'll see it come back around maybe for ag once this is all said and done? Yeah, I think I think you'll have instances where people will definitely always go back to a handshake. Um, but even our last winter show that we had, the Sugar Beet Institute, the COVID-19 stuff was getting more talked about and stuff. And so there was already people, you know, trying like do bumping elbows or, you know, like actually saying, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not comfortable shaking your hand, which is totally fine. But at least, you know, being um, comfortable saying that to people and not being like, oh, you know, she's a little standoffish or something like that. So um, I think the new normal will definitely make it feel a little less awkward. But that first initial like springtime meeting people, dropping off seed and that type of thing, and then not knowing, like, if it's okay to shake the hand or not shake the hand. And um, so it it definitely was a little awkward to begin with, but I think hopefully the new normal will just be what it'll be. And once you, you know, you already have that relationship with your growers, and so I think you'll probably understand which ones are probably more comfortable to still have a handshake and which ones, you know, you'll just wave and say thank you and be on your way. You know what the future of of ag- agribusiness relationships may be in agriculture and how COVID has changed that. I mean, other than the handshake thing that may be delayed for a few months, uh, do you think we could see more digital being intertwined in, in those relations? I think digital will definitely become an, uh, a bigger trend. And obviously, it, it already is starting to be a bigger trend. And especially as the generational gap goes to younger guys or, or gals um, taking over the farm and that type of thing and people just being more comfortable with, you know, not having a flip phone anymore or that type of thing. Um, I think using email and using text messages and then, like, even these Teams meetings and, I mean, look at pesticide applicators, tests were, or the, the school part of it, people did it online this year and, 
um, and from the comfort of their own home instead of having to go into the extension office and that type of thing. So I think there's benefits to it, that's for sure. And I think, and hopefully we can still gravitate towards that when a person can't necessarily get to um, the date set for something like that. The virtual field tours, I feel like ag is such a conversational job that I think people, if they like to go to those type of things, I think that they would still rather be there in person than do a virtual field tour. But who knows? Maybe maybe it'll be the new normal. Are you guys planning on adjusting anything back? Have you guys talked about fall and harvest and what that could look like? We're taking it basically one month at a time. And um, like I said before a little bit, you know, when you have these standard relationships with your growers and I think um, going into harvest and doing uh, combine ride-alongs or even just dropping off some vet, like water or pop and that type of thing, um, I think you, like us as a or yourself as a salesperson will know which ones will be more apt or more open to that type of thing and which ones will probably be a little more hesitant um so then kind of just navigate through that as best as we can i guess any other thoughts about operating professionally during this covid19 pandemic that you'd like to share um it's definitely like I travel a lot for my job and um, and where I live in the territory that I cover. And it proved to me that making me sit at home and trying to do work um, when the uh, snow is melting and the temperatures are rising um, just makes me go crazy. And so being on the road is a blessing when uh, in the grand scheme of things when it basically is taken away from you for a while. So it's, uh, it's amazing what you are thankful for when all said and done. Once again, we've been visiting with Carmen Kirkaby with Nutrient Ag Solutions. Engage, a series for women in agribusiness, is presented by Ag Country Farm Credit Services. Check out more Engage podcasts by visiting rrfn.com and listening on the Red River Farm Network's website, rrfn.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Amazon Alexa. I'm Kara Hart for the Red River Farm Network.